You're listening to the Online Tutor Business Podcast, where I help tutors get found, hired, and referred. Episode number 17. Now, all the schools today, they're using Google Classroom. And did you know that you as a tutor can too? Well, I've invited Suzanne Davis to help share with us how she is using Google Classroom so that you can learn about this amazing tool. Now, in this podcast, you're going to learn how to set it up, apps you can integrate with it, and learn how it can be used for your tutoring business. Hi, I'm Joanne Kaminsky, and with 10 years experience tutoring online, I've made over a half a million dollars. And today, I help other tutors get similar results or better. In this podcast, you're going to be inspired by other tutors stepping into this journey and getting results. You'll learn strategies you can apply to your business, stop feeling alone in the process, and make more money so that you can feel amazing every time you have an aha moment with one of your students. This is the Online Tutor Business Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Google Classroom, and Google Classroom is a pretty awesome tool. You know, oftentimes when we hear about like Google Classroom, we will specifically hear about, you know, teachers who are using Google Classroom, but we don't always hear about tutors who are having the opportunity to um, use Google Classroom. So, yay, we've got people in the house who can hear us. Woo, woo. <laughs> Patricia, thank you for sticking with us. And uh, Beth, thanks for, for hanging out with us and, uh, and, and sending a message on over to our Facebook uh, friends to let them know that we are over here. If you could send them a link to our YouTube um, page, that would be fantastic. So we are going to take a look at how can we use this Google Classroom as a tool for our online tutoring business. Now, you guys, there are some really cool things that you can do inside of this platform. And one of them is you can actually create um, individual classrooms for your students. And it can be a really, really useful tool for you. And, you know, a lot of times we think about only using it with a whole class and you could certainly use it with group classes or you could use it for individual classes. And what we're gonna be talking about today is um, we're gonna share how Suzanne Davis uses Google Classroom with her tutoring students. You guys are gonna get to take a look at those five incredible tips that I promised you for using Google Classroom. After that, you're gonna learn about some of the Google apps that you could use with Google Classroom. And if you stay till the end, you're gonna to get to learn about an ebook that I've written to guide you guys step-by-step step through setting up your classroom and a new course that you have the ability to join. Now, if you are an Insider Secrets Club member, you already have access to that. No need to join us and pay for that. That is part of your subscription. But anybody else who wants to join us that is not a member, you guys will have the opportunity to be able to join us for that specific training. All right, you guys. So I have invited Suzanne Davis here, who's been who's an academic writing coach who's been using Google Classroom, like I mentioned with her students. Hello, Suzanne. Awesome. So, so you started using um, Google Classroom pretty soon with your online tutoring business. Um, tell, tell us about how you decided to use Google Classroom. Okay, so um, I've been using it since the very beginning of my tutoring. And initially when tutoring writing, I was really kind of skeptical about doing it online because I wasn't sure how to be able to really simultaneously go back and forth and work on a piece with students. And then I, I figured out how to do it with Google Docs, but I wanted to be able to, to have resources on hand that the students could use and 
that way, you know, they don't always need me and we could be communicating through the week mm-hmm. back and forth about their writing. And so that's what drove me to Google Classroom. I looked up, you know, I just was on YouTube and I looked up questions and, you know, I was trying to find the answers to things. And I realized, well, Google Classroom's the solution. But at that time, it was just open for schools. And then two months before I started my business is when I saw it open for anyone with a Google account. And Mm -hmm. I was over the moon. Yeah. Yeah. You started really integrating it. And what was, what was it, what was the experience like for your students? What, what did they think about it? They loved it. Um, they loved it from the very beginning. I would give them a tour and practice with them that first session. Mm-hmm. And then once they got into it, they loved being able to have a place where we would be working on one project at a time as a, a separate topic and they could organize their things and we could be communicating back and forth about the pieces that they were working on throughout the week. Because there's mm-hmm. times where you need writing support, not just in the session, but you need just somebody to take a look at something and give a comment or two to kind of help you throughout the week. And they loved that aspect of it. They also loved that I would let them know ahead of time what we were doing through Google Classroom. Because mm-hmm. I always set up my tutoring agenda and it's really like, it's like a, th- it's a Google doc. It's like three points of what we're going to do. And they get to see that ahead of time also with the activities that we'll be using. And so they love that because they can be signed into everything and ready to go just immediately. Yeah. yeah. Now, now as a tutor, how easy did you find Google Classroom to be able to use and implement? Very easy. Cool. Um, I created a classroom first just to play around with it. And I had a friend that I said, hey, would you come try this out? So I could practice how it worked on my end and how Mm -hmm. it worked on her end. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was like we spent an hour or 45 minutes just playing around with it. And I could see all the different things that I could do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, from there, I just created like a template classroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And since then, um, having that template classroom, I'll copy that each time I have a new student and we start to customize it as we go along. But it was very easy for me to learn. It's um, fairly easy for my students to learn. Sometimes I have to really go through it with them once or sure. twice, but Um, just depending on how tech savvy they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're working with also adults as well, like and college level students, right? Right. Yeah. And I, I, I think too, like, it's so funny. I started using Google Classroom. I've been doing the scholarship pod with my, with my own, um, with my daughter and some of her friends. And we had a group set on up and I started learning how to use Google Classroom through them because I, I like created a document. I'm like, okay, you guys now like, now type something on here. They're like, well, if we type something on here, it's going to change the document forever. Do you want us to make a copy? And I was like, sure <laughs> like, yes. sounds like a good idea let's do that and they did and it worked and I was like okay so like there were definitely some things that I I needed to learn like as I was kind of like playing around with it and uh 
and 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 they guided me through some of those steps. But students these days, like everybody in the school system, is using Google Classroom. So your students are going to know how to use it. If you if you are working with adults or older people, they may not know how to use it, and you might have to give them a few instructions on how to do it. So yeah. we are gonna. Um, anything else you wanted to share before we go into our five incredible tips about Google Classroom? Um. I could just show people really quickly how I set it up. Oh, that'd be great because that's part of our tips. Oh, it is. Do you want me to wait for our tips? <laughs> so tip number one, are you guys ready? It is create a Google account. Most of you already have that, right? You didn't yes. even know that you had Google Classroom on that little console bar that you guys see. You want to show them that little console bar? Certainly. All right. So wait, let me get to Google. And you can create as many Google Classrooms as you want, right? Absolutely. That's so another just... thing. So one for each student if you want to do that. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So Google Classroom, if you have that Google account, you're just going to scroll down and you'll see Classroom. Mm -hmm. right. And then from there, you can create or join a class. You just go to this cursor here, well, plus sign, yep. click on it, and then either join or create a class. And that's that's all there is to to that piece of it. So so it's right there in that little like nine dot thing that you, I don't know, does that have like an official name? I don't know, apps maybe? I don't know. I don't know, So, but you guys know what I'm talking about. So we're close enough, but you just click on that nine dot thing and then you're gonna see that the classrooms is an option. And so then you just create your own classroom. So it's pretty easy to be able to utilize and you can even upload a header or choose an image. So you wanna choose one of your classes that you've created and we'll take a look at the header. Okay, this is my template class. Okay. The very first one I created. And mm -hmm. so the blue here is the header. Mm -hmm. You can upload a photo or select the theme. Mm -hmm. um, I actually like the theme I have, so I'm going to keep that, but yeah. it divides it up into different topics. Yeah. Perfect. So, or if you wanted to upload your own, you, you can upload your own image. It's totally up yeah. to you what you want to be able to do with that. So that's cool too. Um, and then you had talked about before, so that's number tip number two is that you can create whatever nice little header you want in there. Tip number three is you can create a template class and, and you're showing us right now a template class that you have created. Tell us what a template class is and why you use it this way. Okay, well, when I was first starting, I knew that there were certain resources uh, that I wanted every student to have. And mm -hmm. I knew that there were certain things in my lessons that I would be using over and over again. And I thought, well, let's create just one classroom where I have all of those things set up because what you can do is you can copy a class. Right. Um, and I'll go back just a second to show that. Oh, it's called the waffle. The nine dots are called the waffle. Okay. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> Oh, okay. So um, if you go back to that page, you can just select copy or archive or any one of these. Yeah. I created the template one and I just copied it. I just copy it every time I start with a new student. So Brilliant. to begin with, I create topics. Mm -hmm. 
you'll see all these different things that you could create. Um, these are just some basic topics that I have. Mm -hmm. um, and these are all things that I know that I want people to have. This writing advice, um, revising and editing resources, mm -hmm. um, essay writing research resources too. Sure. And then when I set up my classroom, I start customizing it depending upon the student. Like I have one student who right now is doing SAT writing. And so she's got that topic there, you know, and I have somebody else who's a grad student and he's writing a research paper. So his classroom gets customized towards that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they have all these resources that you kind of find you use with everyone. So mm -hmm. that, that really, really helps. And then they can read these documents at their leisure as they want to, right? Right, and they're not all documents. Some of them are videos in okay. here. Some of them are links mm -hmm. um, because I want people to, with academic writing, I want them to have places that they can search for articles and things like that mm -hmm. um, or learn about citations, things like that. So you'll see. Um, the different places. The way you add something is you create, and then you can create an assignment. Mm -hmm. Am I jumping ahead on the tips? Oh, no. no. Okay. All right. Um, so if you have something that you want them to do during the week, you can create that assignment. Title it, write the instructions. If it's a document you have, um, you could upload it, you could add a link, any of these things, and then um, set it to 100 points or ungraded, set up the due date, put it in the relevant topic. If you have a rubric, you can use this. I, I don't have a rubric. And then you can assign it, um, you can schedule it save the draft or discard it. Mm -hmm. um, so that is really handy for me during the week because after a session, a lot of times I'll, I'll give them something to do. And when they see this, it's in their classroom and they know it's due and they're reminded it when it's due so um, they can stay on track of things. Um, but yes. Yes, so I create things in other places uh, most of the time in Google Docs. Mm -hmm. And I add those as assignments or materials. Mm -hmm. Which is awesome because Google Docs is such an easy tool to be able to utilize with, with Google Classroom because it's a Google product. So it's, it's super easy. They integrate really nicely together. Um, and I have found that, you know, and even the old way used to be everybody had Word, right? So you could create things in, in Word. And now not everybody has access to work because it's a, it's a paid product now that you have to have like access to the, the, um, the Microsoft suite in order to be able to get that. So I find that using Google docs is actually an easier tool to use with everybody because everybody can access it. Yes, they can. They can edit on it. They can comment on it. If you want it view only, they can make a copy of it and customize it for themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I find it so much better for teaching writing. I still like Microsoft Word for a lot of things, but when I'm tutoring back and forth with somebody, I like Google Docs. Yeah, very, very cool tool. And um, the cool thing is the 
the dates will go on to the calendar. So if you put a date on there of when that assignment is due, it goes directly to their Google calendar. Exactly. That's how they get reminded of things. Yes. So then if they've, if they're utilizing Google calendar, that's great because they can just boom, it's right. They just open it up. Like it just shows up on my phone that I have this assignment due or I've given these assignments to be due. So that's really cool. And then, and everybody's kind of on the same page that it's not like, well, when is that due or, or how do I handle that? So that's really, really helpful for, for people to know. So super awesome. I love this. And let's see, is there anything else I had about Google? Um, the calendar goes on there. Okay. Now, can students upload things inside of here? Like, let's say they had homework um, that they want to share their homework assignment with you. Can they upload that in here? Oh, they absolutely can upload the assignment um, because, well, it looks different on their end. So sure. it's hard for me to, to show. Oh, but let's they go can... into the one that I created together. Okay, perfect. We're going to change right, so Google me... Classrooms now. So we actually created a special practice Google Classroom where I'm the teacher and she is the student. So you'll be able to see how like a student, it's all the way at the top. Yep. You, um, the student is able to then upload stuff inside of here. Right. Okay, so let's see. All right, so just basically I could add something in the stream too. Mm -hmm. So um, and you can add the same types of things that a teacher adds all through here. You could add the YouTube sure. video if you have that, a file. So if you've given me an assignment on, on Word or something else, I can upload that file. I can upload the link to something. So if I'm wanting to share resources with other people in the class or with my teacher, I can add that link. And then of course, anything on Google Drive. So an assignment or something, piece of writing that a student has been working on they can upload on Google from Google Drive. So let me just do that with Google Drive. Mm -hmm. um, and here's a Google Doc that I did recently. So I can upload that and I can say, hi, Joanne. Here's my writing activity mm -hmm. and then of course it goes right to you because yes. you get notified that I've made a comment mm, I love it so cool so I know lots of people sometimes they're like oh my gosh well how does my student share their assignments that they're doing in school with me this is one way that they can do it now sometimes a kid can take like their phone and they could take a picture of what they're working on and they could they could send it to you or they could text it to you um, but doing it like this is nice because then you have like an ongoing list you know exactly what they've been working on when they've been working when they uploaded it to you let's say they're a last minute uploader and like you need more time you've got proof that they didn't upload upload that until like two seconds before your session. No. <laughs> yes, you do. Although I give them the time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it can be really, really useful just to be able to, to kind of put that on in there and just see. Yeah, you did. You did put in the time in there, didn't you? Yes. yes. Well, this is you. You gave me this assignment. Yes, I uh, did. Do you want me to do my homework now? <laughs> I, I will have you do your homework in just a bit. Um, let's see, was there anything else? 
Oh, we can also, there's other one other major tip that I wanna share with people and that is that we can archive a class. And so um, have you ever archived any of your students because you're no longer like working with them? Yes. All right, um, let's take a look at how you archive. Can you, and you can, can you easily unarchive a class? I'm not sure. <laughs> All right, well, let's just practice with my scholarship pod because it won't be the end of the day there. So let's click on, if you click on those three dots, there's the okay. ability to archive it. So you just click archive. And now this is gonna go into her list of archive classes. All right, and then if she goes to her archive classes, then she can pull up a student that she's had in the past. And then she's able to have all of the stuff that they've always worked on beforehand. And there it is. So that's really, really cool. So now if she goes back to, there's a button I believe to go to the, open up the archive classes. Is that over there on the left? Yeah. Okay, let's see. And now you just go to the archive classes. Mm -hmm. Yep, right there. And now you can unarchive it. Restore. Okay, restore. Cool. Just like that. So any of like if you're if you're like me, like I I don't know, I'm kind of like a once a year person. So like when I need something or when something's really bothering me, that's when I'm like, <clears throat> okay, I don't have these students anymore. I'm gonna move them to my archive. Um, I do that with other documents as well, their folders, that kind of stuff. They just kind of clean it up about once or twice a year. And, and then when my students come back, I just unarchive them, whether it's a folder, whether it's in Google Classroom. And then I have all of their resources right there. They never like disappear. And I love that because I always have their information right there. You could also, if you wanted to, like add the parents on there for communication or you can keep it private between you and the student. If you wanted to be able to add a teacher on there, let's say that you wanted to add them so they knew what you were working on in between. And if they ever wanted to check the classroom, they could. They most likely won't have any time to do that, but you could always invite them um, just so they feel like they're part of the, the process and you're not like working behind their back, but you're working more as a team together. Um, could be another thing. So those are the five things. First, you create, actually I had six on here. You create that Google, um, you can add a classroom, you can change the header, you can create a template class, you can create assignments, your students can upload their homework, and then you can also archive those classrooms. Those are some of the basic things that you can do with this, with this format. Now, there's also some really awesome um, apps that play really well with Google Classroom. And what's kind of cool is when you um, start taking a look at the resources and stuff. You can just get lost for days and days and days of just like playing with them and all of that kind of stuff. And what I've done is I've actually assigned some different activities to Suzanne to do. So we're going to take a look at her classwork right now. She has um, an activity that I've added. We're going to pretend right now that she is a kindergarten or first grade student. We're going to move up the, the levels for her. Um, and she's going to click on that first assignment, the and. It says A-N-D on there. Okay. And this is a tool that I created that will um, allow her to read words that have the A&D pattern. All right, so she's gonna click next. Oops. This no. is just leading her out. So this is the first time that you're in here in this Google Classroom, so it's leading you And So how do I do things? Okay, do I hit mark assignments is done? It's just got it. It just got it that you understand that you can hit the assignments as done. I'm glad that you asked okay. that because other people might be wondering the same exact thing, right? 
So that is definitely uh, a cool thing to do. So we can click on the and, and have you click on that assignment there, that link, and it's gonna open up the ability for her, she's gonna sign in. And then you have to allow, Google Classrooms has to ask its, uh, oh, I haven't created an assignment. I haven't created an account for you. So I would, as a, as a teacher, have to create an account for her for each of these. All right, okay. so we're gonna cancel that. You guys, I'm gonna share my screen so you can see what it would look like on my side. Um, since we did not sign her out for every single one of them that I utilize or will be utilizing. I wanted my kindergarten assignment. I know, well, you could still have your kindergarten assignment. I'm gonna show it to you. So <laughs> BookWidgets is a really cool tool, you guys. And whenever you want to be able to, um, we're gonna come on over here, classwork. Um, there's lots of other things that you can do as well with it that I will show you in a second. You can create quizzes, you can create um, tests, you can create matching games, but here we're gonna allow Suzanne to be a first grader and she's gonna read these words for me. What's this word, Suzanne? Let me move the, <laughs> okay, sand. Yes! I have the pictures above the second part. <laughs> Hand. <laughs> yes, you got it. Land. Woo! Band. So you see what we're doing here, right? So this is a tool that just like plugs and plays inside of there. So this can be used with young kids as well. We don't have to think about it as only being used for um, older kids. Now, this is cool because think about this. You now have, because you've assigned this, right? Just think about this, like follow, follow the thought process. I know when I go into classwork and I see A and D, we've worked on the and pattern. Let's say they need to practice that and pattern again. I can go back to it easily. I've got that right there and I can practice it again with them. I usually don't after I work on a pattern with kids have to go back to them, but I have it there and all I have to do is click and we can play with it again and, and do it. So that's, that's a pretty cool, um, uh, really cool tool to do. Now, um, if we take a look at some of the other classwork that we have here, um, this is a cool tool. It's called Writable. Have you heard of Writable at all, Suzanne? I've heard of it. I haven't really looked deeply into it. Yeah, what's kind of cool about Writable is that you can actually choose like all these different, um, like let's say you're struggling with what to write about. You, you have lots of ideas inside of here. So you can go to um, my assignments. Here's some assignments that I have found. One could be like a how to, writing a how to essay, right? I can actually create a model how-to essay here and um, and then I could use that to teach or I could just assign it to my students. Again, I just hit on that. I end up hitting assign and then I can share it to that Google Classroom. I can hit explore so I can take a look at all of the different writing assignments that exist. And we can take a look here. It's got narrative paragraphs. It's got informational quick writes. It's got um, all these different things that you can possibly work on. And it even has like skills. So let's say I wanted to find one specifically that's all about providing evidence, but then they have different um, tools here that I could be able to utilize. Here's some guided activities, some short responses, some essays, and then some assessments that I could utilize. 
I just so cool that there's just so much there. Now, some of these apps are paid apps, just so that you guys know, none of them are super expensive. Like it, it may have been like between like three and $5, like a month. If you find a tool like this though, that you want to be able to utilize, I say it's totally worth it. I mean, that's nothing compared to like the overall uh, benefits that you're going to be able to get and how you'll be able to reuse it with all of your students and how you can utilize it. So lots of really cool tools there for people to utilize. Now, I know that we have gone over a ton of different tools, uses, things that you can do with Google Classrooms. And some of you are thinking, yeah, I would lo absolutely love to be able to use Google Classrooms, but you know, you know, technology is just so tricky for me. I'm just not sure that this is another thing that I could learn. And maybe it's not a thing that you learn right now. Maybe it's something that you just put on your, I want to learn it later list. That's totally cool. But for those of you who are ready to learn more about it, there are, um, I've created an ebook for you. And that ebook is going to guide you on exactly it's like a mini little training that you guys can access to be able to know how to set it up step-by-step step with your classroom, different tools and resources that are available to you. So if you are interested in that, you can click on the link that is inside of the description. There's also uh, a training that we're gonna be doing in a week. So it's not gonna start next week, but it's gonna start the week after that. The Insider Secrets Club members, you guys get complete access to this already. It's part of your subscription. But for those of you that wanna be able to join us for that live training, you're gonna be able to join us for that live training. So in the live training, you're gonna be able to get the ebook. You're gonna be able to get um, access to join us live and be able to join in on the trainings, ask any questions that you have, get them answered and be able to be guided as a group as you go through this training. Um, you're also going to get a cheat sheet that you're gonna get access to, list of links and resources. So if you have some additional trainings that you wanna be able to do, or if you want to um, know you know, like how I, I was showing you some of those apps. Um, I have links to how do you find the best apps um, for Google um, Classroom that you can utilize check out and see which ones you like the most. Um, that's all part of the joining us with the group class promotion that we have going on right now. The doors will close next Friday. So not tomorrow, but next Friday to be able to join us because you're going to be able to join us live or watch the recordings. There will be recordings of that for you. So if you can't join us live, don't worry about it. You will be able to join us for at least the replays of those recordings of the training. And then I have a last um, option available for people. And that is that you will be able to not only get the free, the ebook, get the training, but then also get one-on-one -on -one help setting up your own classroom and be able to start configuring, thinking through things with a coach that will guide you step-by-step. -step. So I'm going to share with you guys so that you guys can see what does this look like over here? I'm gonna show you what your page looks like. Where is it? Did it disappear on me? <laughs> here we go. So this is what the page looks like for you to be able to join us right here. 
If you click all the way down at the bottom, you will see all three of those options. So just the ebook, you're like, nope, I just kind of want to go through it on my own. Cool. You can grab the ebook for just $19, or you can join the ebook and the video training with us live for $97 or the personalized help for $197. So hopefully that's helpful for you guys. I know that you guys have started thinking about some different ways that Google Classroom be able to use for your classroom. I'd love to hear in the chat what you guys are thinking. Is this something that you are interested to be able to utilize with your online tutoring? Um, I'd love to be able to hear more. I know for me, I love being paperless. How about you, Suzanne? Do you like not having to carry and Absolutely. lug stuff around? Yes, <laughs> and you know, and I think it's good for my students to get used to being online and doing online writing assignments, you know, and being responsible with things about that. Um, because, you know, if they're in high school, it's preparation for college. If they haven't been in college in a while, it's preparation and all of those things. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. it's going to be a paperless education world pretty soon. It is, it is. And so, and, and I love that because I, I remember the days when I would have to like lug all of my tutoring stuff. I would have to first think about what do I need? I'd have to then put it inside of the bag. And then I would think about something else I'd need. And I have to put that in the bag. And by the time I was done, I'd be like, wow, this bag's kind of heavy. And I would like bring it to my tutoring session. And, and then I would have to unload all of my stuff and we would, we would work with it. But like now everything's on the computer, you guys. And it's so awesome. The fact that we can customize yes. instruction the way that we can using this tool is absolutely incredible. I love it. Yeah, I do too. Um, it's, it's incredible for my students. They really like it. I really like it. It's, mm -hmm. it's a great system to blend with other things too. Yes. And we have um, Beth, um, who has mentioned, so it says better than never, um, that she's thinking that it's a great way that she could organize her resources and send things for her students to practice at home as they often forget where they wanted me to access those resources. Yes. Absolutely. That's like one of the biggest advantages. Yeah. It's that absolutely. they only have to know how to get into their classroom. Yeah. So definitely check this on out, you guys. Yes, Beth. <laughs> she put Beth. Yeah, I kind of figured it was probably Beth, but I didn't want our other Beth to get confused that we weren't talking about her. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, very cool. Um, if you guys are interested in, in joining us in that, definitely click on that link and join us. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you guys for uh, putting up with some of the technical difficulties that we have. We will get it all fixed for next week, I promise. All right, you guys, enjoy the rest of your day and I will see you next time. Bye everyone. Cheers. Did you know that the online tutoring industry is a $1 billion industry and that it is projected to grow to $112 billion over the next five years, according to Technavio? Now, I believe that to succeed in this business as individual tutors, we need to stand together and unite, which is why I have created the largest community of online tutors helping each other on Facebook. I'd like to invite you to join our free group, the ultimate support group for online tutors. I want to help you get found, hired, and referred so that you don't have to compete with other tutors, but instead can collaborate and grow so that you can help students all over the world and have the freedom and flexibility to allow you to do what you love. 
In fact, I want you to feel amazing every time you have a light bulb moment with your students. I want you to have so many light bulb moments that you light up an entire city. All you need to do is go to Facebook, type in Ultimate Support Group for Online Tutors, and hit join. What are you waiting for? Join today.